Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. Good morning, good morning, unstoppable people, the beautiful community of Fireside. Good to see you guys on here this morning. Guys are great. Good to see you guys here. Hey, guys, I want to talk about something today. We meet every Wednesday around this time between 10 and 1030. Apologize for being late, uh, but I had to stop for breakfast. So I hope you you don't mind. I got something to eat. But anyway, it's 1030, so we're here. Seth, what's happening? Let me invite uh, my my co-host, my... Uh, my my super producer, right on up on here to the stage with me. Come on up, brother. I do want to talk about something today, guys. I want to talk about something. I want to talk about, you know, in this leadership journey and as we do some things in this leadership journey, as we uh, as we uh, live and move and breathe and as we grow, we have to learn how to accept. Um, Criticism. All right. We have to learn how to accept criticism and not only how to accept criticism, but how to accept it like a pro. How to accept it like a pro. So I'm going to talk about that today. How do we handle criticism? How will we accept criticism um, as a pro? We need to learn how to do that. We need to know. uh, and, And we really, at times, we really don't like criticism. We don't. But Let's talk about what uh, what criticism is, and I, you know, it's not really a negative thing. First of all, um, you know, criticism. Hey, Seth, how you making out, man? I am doing well today. It's a good day. Good it is a good day, and we're going to talk about criticism today. <laughs> how to accept criticism? How to accept criticism as a pro? What? is uh what is criticism you know what what and, and how can we do it okay criticism guys listen it's 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 not a bad thing it's just an evaluation of i don't of whatever we did at the time whether it be good or bad okay whether it be good or bad we, we've kind of we've kind of we've kind of um made the word criticism a bad word but criticism is a term for judgment or evaluation whether good or bad all right it pops up everywhere Right. We often say what doesn't get measured doesn't get moved. OK, so we, we have to we have to learn how to accept criticism. <laughs> I know we're probably experts on giving it, but we have to learn how to accept it. Anytime somebody gives you criticism, they're evaluating you against a specific standard. OK, so if we're giving each other criticism, it's not just because and we're going to talk about the difference between just being hateful and being around hateful people versus accepting um, and also giving criticism up against a standard, a specific standard. OK, um, whether it's for an organization, whether it's for a place of work, maybe it's something you're trying to do. Maybe it's a presentation. OK, so there are lots of reasons that people offer criticism. There's a lot of reasons why we give criticism, but we're going to talk about receiving it and giving it, but uh, primarily receiving it and how to handle it like a pro, like a pro. Seth, is what, what has been your experience, Seth, in this area of criticism before I start jumping through the list here? 
I think we should have, uh, if we knew we were talking about criticism, we should have had our spouses on. I'm sure they could have given a lot more insight into how we handle criticism. <laughs> exactly. Spouses, children. They, yeah. You're right. You're right. But uh, insight. Yeah. It's good. It's, um, I mean, it's hard. I think, like you, you said it well, it's easy to give it, hard to take it. I think it's something for me that uh, I'm continuing to struggle with the tension more as I develop more self-awareness, develop more confidence to where I, I'm becoming more confident in where I'm at and in what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean that I don't need to, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be criticized sometimes and that I can't learn stuff from that. So I think that's, that's the struggle I'm facing with it more recently is, okay, I'm becoming more confident in what I'm doing. I'm, you know, becoming more in line with aligned with what I should be doing, but that doesn't mean I see everything. And that doesn't mean I don't need other people uh, to help me out. Yeah. Yeah. Criticism, criticism. We, it, it even stings to even say it, but how are we, if we're going to grow, ladies and gentlemen, we have to handle it like a pro. We have to know we have to handle it like a pro. Okay. First of all, let, let me let me tell you what, what criticism looks like. It looks different than just hate. First of all, criticism, if someone is criticizing you properly, all right, and if you're offering a criticism properly, first of all, number one, it's compassionate. All right. It's compassionate. We should give criticism in a way that indicates care for the recipient. It should come from someone, uh, it should come from us, it, it ought to come from someone that the recipient respects, okay? So if we're offering criticism it, it to the recipient, we should offer it compassionately. Make sure you and the recipient are in a relationship where you respect one another and, that, and you guys are moving in the same direction. This is criticism. It's a little bit different than hate. All right. That's why anyone who has a podcast, anybody who who has we're active on social media, they tell you don't read your comments. Don't read the comments because most of the criticism in your comments are coming from people you don't know who they are. They don't respect you. You don't respect them. They don't know where you're headed. So that's just that's just hateful stuff. But criticism is compassionate when we give it. Or in order to receive it, it should be given. Um, it should be given um, with care to the recipient. All right, and it should come from somebody that we respect. Number two, I'm just telling you how to identify professional criticism versus hate. All right, then we'll talk about how to handle it like a pro. But I think we know what it is. Number one, number two, it's specific. Okay, it's very specific. Criticism should target the appropriate elements of the recipient's performance. All right. It should target an area or an element of the performance and then at the same time offer guidance for improvement in that performance. All right. That's what criticism is. They're not just going to look at you from head to toe like I was in the military, you know, and then anybody who's in the military, you, you understand drill instructors. You know, we would stand in line and they would pick you apart from your head down to your show, down, down to your shoes. You know, that was just getting you straight. That wasn't criticism. That was just an inspection. But a criticism, we're going to target, we're going to target a specific area 
that needs improvement. It's specific, okay? And at the same time, we're going to give you guidance. You're going to receive guidance. You're, if you guys are going to give me guidance in the area for improvement. So if we're talking about, you know, hey, uh, Ralph, I expect your show to start 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. You didn't show up to 1030. Then that's what we're going to talk about. Don't we'll start going into, you know, my car is dirty. <laughs> That's none of your business. So, all right. So it's it's specific, okay? Criticism should target the appropriate element of my performance, of your performance, and then guidance to improve it. Don't leave the recipient with what they did wrong. Give them guidance on how to improve it. Same thing, all right? You know you're receiving criticism if... I instruct you, someone's instruct you on where you did wrong. But before we leave the conversation, we're going to give you guidance on how to improve it. All right. I'm talking, I want you to identify what true criticism is so we can handle it like a pro. Number three, I'm going to let you guys talk and then we'll dive into it. It's a match. Okay. Number one, it's compassionate. Number two, it's specific. Number three, it's a match. Criticism should align with the recipient's emotions and motivation. Okay. It should align. Again, you're already in relationship with the recipient. You are, they already respect you, you or you already respect the giver of it. So it should align with their emotions and motivation. All right. You, you should know their triggers. It should align. I hope this stuff is making sense with their emotions and motivation. I think we get the reason why we don't like that word criticism. That word criticism gets a bad rap is because we really don't understand it. We think that it's always a negative connotation. Just because somebody told you about yourself, that's not criticism. Okay, you just told me about myself. Now, if we sit and we talk, and not only you you told me where I flubbed up, but now show me how I can improve on it. Don't just tell me where I messed up. Please offer me where I can improve. Then now this is a criticism. This is a criticism, right? Um, you know, and, and what I just gave you, and we'll talk about it for a second. You can use that list to determine if it's a if a critic is trying to help you or harm you. Okay, some people are trying to harm you, but use this list to find out if they're using this list. If they're compassionate, if they are specific, and it's a match to your emotions and your and it motivates you, then that person is trying to help you. I'm talking about how to receive criticism like a pro, like a pro. Seth, what do you say to those first three things? And anybody want to jump on stage and kind of comment? Yeah, I'd love to hear from love to hear from the audience and which one of those stands out. Um, and also just yeah, where you struggle with this because I think it's something that's it's challenging. But uh, I love it. I love the specific piece of it. I find myself maybe often giving feedback or criticism that I'm probably calling it feedback. But in reality, you know, I'm just, I'm frustrated about something or disgruntled, but I'm not specific. So, you know, it's kind of like a a negative word vomit. We're kind of just spewing over somebody and they can tell we're frustrated, but we're not being specific. So, you know, how are they supposed to know really what we're frustrated about or uh, how are they supposed to improve on anything if if we're not specific? So I, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I, when preparing this today, I, I was juggling with two things. I was thinking about doing something on communication, but then I started thinking about criticism and how we give it and how we receive it. And and there's a way that we must receive it like a pro if we're going to grow. Listen, I respect everybody on this Fireside podcast who took the time to jump on here at 1030 and listen to this. And I know you guys care about it. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, 
we, we these are some of the tools and some of the things that, that we really have to have to learn and how to grow. All right. So let's talk about how to handle uh, criticism. First thing is listen honestly for critics intention. All right. Listen honestly, honestly for a critic's intention. You know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, I, I coach sports for years and the good coaches on the field, on the court, on the diamond, wherever that we were coaching, you always gave the player instruction. Now, you know, some crazy things are said, especially in the football, but, but the good coach will always give you some instruction following that. All right. And if you can, if you can listen for the critic's intention, listen honestly for their intention. You see a lot of people get defensive and, and, and all, and, and, all they hear is negative feedback, like Seth said. All they hear is negative feedback. But but no one is perfect. It's okay to think about your strengths and your weaknesses, right? But try to listen honestly to the critic's intention. And you ought to be surrounded by some people who are allowed to speak into your life. One day, Seth, we're going to come on here and we're going to do a podcast about having accountability partners and accountability and what that really is. And so you have people that are moving. And all this now, guys, is coming from... Uh, uh, people moving in the same direction. Um, they 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 have a proper intent for you. You have a proper intent for them, uh, and and uh, you can receive instruction that shows you how to improve. So listen honestly. Uh, you need to decide if the feedback is constructive or destructive. All right, you 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 have to decide that for yourself. Is this constructive or is this destructive? All right. You, you, you have to take into account you receive it and, and you think it over. Now, was it constructive or destructive? The criticism that you're giving, are you tearing the person down or are you building them up? You know, there used to be a notion. I tear them down, then I build them up. I mean, no one's in the military. That's what they did to us in the military. But you don't I don't know if we should be doing that to one another. Let me just build you up. And I'm only going to speak into this one area. We have to be careful not to go into 20 different other areas, but speaking to that one area when it comes to performance evaluation that is up against a specific standard. That's what this criticism is. So performance evaluation, measuring it up against a specific standard. Hey, Jose, what's happening, man? Thanks for jumping on. So decide. Now, you know, once you decide if it's destructive, you know, or, or if you're going in a whole different route being destructive as you offer criticism, someone they're going to shut you out just like you would close down with someone else. Okay. Some people criticize others to cement a never ending power trip. I love that statement. I, I, I read that earlier and I said I had to make it part of the talk. Some people criticize others to cement a never ending power trip. Offering criticism has nothing to do with your power tripping or your influence over them. Make yourself look better. That's not that 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 could be negative feedback, negative criticism. Don't 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 do it just to kind of improve your standing. Yeah, you and if someone is doing this over top of you, you usually be able to recognize that that's criticism is baseless or not. You can recognize it. Um, um, you know, maybe a manager criticizing your stats without having calculated them or whatever the case may be. Maybe you're criticizing somebody without looking at all of, or listening to all of things that went through. You can guys can kind of uh, uh, measure that, uh, whether they're just power tripping or not. And I, and I hope I'm not talking to people who, who just power trip over top of other people. I don't, I don't believe I am. 
but decide if the feedback is constructive or destructive. What do you do with constructive feedback? Anybody want to jump up? I'm talking about criticism. I'm talking about how to handle it like a pro. I gave you three things to recognize it. And then I gave you the first point. Listen honest. Listen honestly for a critic's intention. That's how we do it as a pro. Let me listen honestly to you. Let me, I made, I, I went out there, I gave the best I could, but I still want to listen honestly to you. You may have some insights. Uh, the second point I, I said was decide if the feedback is constructive or destructive. What do you do? And jump up on stage. I, I, I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to have you up. You receive some feedback and it was right. Or maybe it was, maybe it was right, but you, you had a problem with the way they delivered it. I, I, I don't know. How do you determine whether it's constructive or destructive. Anybody, anybody ever, ever has some feedback like that? Yeah, I look forward. I'll jump in here. I look forward to hearing okay. from some people in the audience and uh, uh, on this topic. But um, oh, sweet, we have Jose. I'll hold my thought and uh, we'll welcome Jose to the stage. Hey, Jose. Good morning, brother. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm late to the party, but. <clears throat> Uh, I think I've grasped what the conversation's about. Uh, uh, in my line of work, I'm a journalist. So th that, that means a lot of criticism. A lot of criticism, not just about, n n not just from readers, but from my editors, m my colleagues, my friends. Uh, and, and that includes d during the reporting process where I might just throw s something out at my wife or my best friends asking them what they think uh, about this. And one of the things that I really appreciate is the direct tone that the people closest to me uh, uh, offer me. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a telltale sign that someone loves you when they, without raising their voice, call you a word that I'm not going to repeat here. Right. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know exactly what they mean you know uh it could mean ignorant it could mean uh uh that i've missed the point uh yeah. have i thought about this and i joke my wife and i joke around that each one of us is always right that's not true, right? <laughs> that's that's a bond between two people, right? Uh, but uh, uh, I, one of my best friends is sixty three. I'm forty five, uh, and so he's got some years of experience on me, and he does not BS me. Yeah, uh, I take his his uh counsel uh with much consideration 
but I've had issues with editors in the past who have mm, not done the legwork to understand my my story. So, for example, I write about Mexican food. I'm a food journalist and, and my editors have generally been white uh and they're not necessarily uh knowledgeable in that field uh they may not be aware that what they're saying makes them sound something that's more than ignorant yeah yeah um and so when you don't take the time to just – what I tell people is if you don't know, at the very base minimum, just Google it before you <laughs> open your mouth. You know? Yeah. Before you open your mouth, before you write an email, it's easily available to the world um, and to – dumb it down or over explain something is a disservice to the reader. Um, so that I take umbrage with, right? Right. Yeah. When yeah. you're not coming to me with, without attempting to understand with, without attempting to bridge the logic yeah. Or the topic that that is unhelpful criticism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you're directly saying no, that's wrong, and this is why, uh, then you should heed that counsel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jose, thank you, man. Thank you for sharing. That's an awesome story. And. Uh, Mexican food, food. Where can we, where can we see where you're writing? Where can we check out some of the articles, man? Uh, TexasMonthly.com. TexasMonthly.com, guys. Yes, uh, I write for that magazine uh, okay. in print and on web, but predominantly web. Uh, it's a dream job. I bet, man. And uh, congratulations on it. And I'll be sure to check you out, man. Thank you for jumping on stage and sharing that. All I right. I really appreciate you. that. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Jose. I want to welcome Maya Shola. I hope I said your name correct. Welcome to the program. We're talking about how to handle criticism like a pro. And what Jose was talking about, he can, he's able to identify constructive criticism or destructive criticism, one of the, the foundation things that we talked about today, we have to understand what real criticism is. First of all, it's compassionate. It's specific. It's a match. It's compassionate. Okay. People who, who should give or receive criticism care for the recipient. It's specific. It should target the appropriate element of the performance and then offer some improvement. All right. It's not all over the place. It's a match. All right. It should align with the recipient's emotions and motivation. I, I, I think criticism gets a bad rap and we really have to accept it like a pro. I have a question. Should we offer criticism, uh, uh, you know, um, unless it's asked for? Should I just should I just criticize something 
unless they ask for it. And for me, I say no. You guys might say different. That's why we're here on Fireside. I would love That's to what the internet's that. for, right? The internet's yeah. for us just to be able to go and yell at everybody without having to deal with any of the consequences. Exactly. <laughs> Rajiv, Rajiv, man. And I, said, I hope I said your name right. Welcome. Welcome, man. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Um, man, I love the topic. And I mean, <laughs> this is appropriate because only yesterday I was having a discussion with my daughter, you know, she having to go back uh, to university and, and my wife kind of was kind of basically giving me the stare down because I was doing everything incorrectly uh, with regarding to giving criticism. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. I just, I've made notes from you uh, and it is very helpful. And, you know, just my two cents is, you know, we, we deal, I think, you know, we deal with, this wide range, right? So, for example, I was just jotting down, you know, I have to deal with receiving and giving criticism to my kids. I, I, re, I have to deal with receiving criticism uh, from my parents. I'm a, I'm a business owner, so I, I deal with, you know, <laughs> criticism <laughs> from my customers, my clients. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with managing criticism with my employees. So... You know, and the emotions uh, vary, right? It's yeah, a huge yeah, amount yeah, of sure. emotion. So, you know, you feel so defeated when your client tells you something and you feel like, oh, man, you know, this is, uh, you know, you feel, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm being bad, right? When a client tells you, man, you know, your stuff didn't work or we found these errors and you <laughs> fix it, right? You're feeling like, oh, man, you know, that sucks. And, um, but then, you know, when your parents, you know, kind of sit there saying, hey, you know, you look like you've gained five pounds. What's happening? You know, you're like, oh, no, really? So, um, you know, the, the emotions vary so much. Uh, and I think these ex, uh, you know, how you react to them also, uh, you know, we, we all hate getting criticism as well. Yeah. You know, you know, you feel bad. So that, that was just my two cents is that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking your stuff down. I'm going to make sure I have a little, little note on my computer, on my phone that I'm going to look at every time I, before I get <laughs> on the case. But yeah. um, thank you so much. It's just that it, it's a variation that I, you know, there is no like one silver bullet, but but you, you you've given me at least some um, some building blocks that well, man, I can think of. So I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing, man. And I'm right there with you, man. And we get to that stage in life where we're in between kids and parents and 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 customers right. and everything, man. So I'm I'm right there with you, man. Thank you for sharing. I want to invite uh, Maya Shola, Mia Shola. Did I say your name right? You said it right correctly the first time, Maya Shola. Maya Shola, very good. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I had um I also wanted to chime in. I know you asked that question and I, my answer was too part for that when you were asking, should we wait until somebody asks or ask them if they want to? Um yeah. and that's something I had to learn, especially mid the last two years. I give advice for a living and uh I'm a Virgo, so by nature I like to give you advice and I feel like I know how to help people <laughs> out on things and I have a lot of experience. 
And so what I found was previously I did branding and marketing. And so people would ask me for my advice and people would come to me. And if they came to me, of course, that they're probably looking for advice. And so I would just freely give it um, throughout the time that they met with me, whether it was a consultation or um, a session, I would just give free advice. And then I changed my surroundings and I, I retired from that. And I found myself continuing to give advice to people without them asking. And I remember one um, specific time I did and, and she kind of like went off of me. You know, you, everybody says you're going to meet that one that one day. You're going to meet the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. I met the wrong one. And she went <laughs> off so hard. And I stopped myself and I said, you know what, my I think if we just um, ask first, if we just ask for permission and just say, do you mind if I it, I have something to share? Do you mind? Or do you would you like to hear my two cents? Or would you like advice on that? Or would you like some suggestions? Or I have some pointers I think might help. Would you be open to listening? Or whatever phrase I have to say. But starting that way um, allows people who may not be in a place to receive, or maybe they're in a place emotionally where that you know that topic is very sensitive to them, or they're very prideful and they know that they're not going to be received properly. They can let me know. Actually, no, you know, I got it, or I'm happy with the way things are, and then we can avoid that whole situation or they can give me a better time when that might be appropriate. So maybe they say not right now. Cause I just started, I'm really sensitive about it and I'm really excited about it, but give it, give me like two or three weeks and then we can come back around and then we can talk about it. And then the same, because I've done that to my clients, my clients do that to me as well, which I'm really appreciative for. Um, so I do spiritual retreats and they're, they're pretty penny. They cost a couple thousand. And so, um, afterwards I'm always asking for feedback, but when someone says, Hey, do you have a time when we could talk about, you know, the retreat? I used to find myself getting very, um, not defensive, but my body would get very anxious and my muscles yeah. would like start to tense up. And I'm like, oh, now we got to talk. And I flipped it into thinking more so if I'm mainly doing it to help others, I'm never doing it to harm someone or to make someone feel bad or embarrass them. I'm only doing it to help. I go with the premise of they're probably doing it because they care about me. And that goes to the fact that you were saying that criticism comes from people who care about you. And yeah. the last thing I'll say is um, the, a phrase that I learned um, for my mentors is that no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And That's so right. by starting with that and starting with believing that my clients care about me and want me to be successful, want my retreats to be successful, and I also want them to be successful, all the criticism is coming from a place of love and coming from a place of wanting the other person to succeed. So that's yeah, my two yeah. cents. Well, thank you for your two cents. And thank you for sharing, my I really appreciate that. Thank <sighs> you. Kurt, Curtis is up. Curtis, man, how you doing? Welcome to the program. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for having me. Um, first of all, um, man, I really love the show. First, I love all of the feedback from the community. It's, it's fantastic. Um, the one thing that I, I, I wanted to say, our, our, well, at least in my experience, um, the biggest critic in your life is the person you're in a relationship with. Yeah. You know, they're going to give you stone cold feedback. You know, is it healthy? It's it's not always timely, but, you know, it's necessary. I think criticism is a necessary, uh, a necessary uh, element of our growth as individuals and uh, being able to, you know, weed through what is helping move you in the direction of growth versus tear, tear you down is is going to be critical, whether it's constructive, whether it builds or whether it destroys. Um, what I've found in um, like, you know, some of some of those harsh criticisms in, in the relationship is, OK, uh, like you were saying earlier about what is the 
uh, the, the the premise that what is this? Where is what is the heart of this criticism um, coming from? And yeah. you know, sometimes it gets a little distorted when this is where all criticism goes out of the window, or, or how you receive that criticism goes out the window is when an individual starts to categorize you by your past or your history with them. You know, it dismisses, it dismisses all of the growth that you've had between then and now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, and and so then you shut down in terms of receiving it, you know, so this is what intrigued me about this, this particular segment was that how do you handle that like a pro? Because, you know, you try to reel them in. You're trying to give them feedback. But, hey, I want to give you some 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 criticism on how to better criticize me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and you just get in this loop. You know what I mean? But, you know, uh, being able to differentiate that in business, in your 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 relationship, whether it's spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And um, and and also your friendships, your associations at is. That I, I think that that is a, a, a big key component, you know, is watching how you have, based on your own feelings and experience, how you're uh, regurgitating that back on the person that you're criticizing by dismissing all of the growth that they've that they've had in between. Yeah, you can't be can't do that. And that's why uh, point number three, this is why we have to identify criticism that is constructive versus criticism that is that is hateful remember it's uh it's it's a match it should align with the recipient's emotions and mm-hmm. motivation you know if if we're talking about and a couple of guys have, have mentioned and i'm sure some of the ladies on here you know you said your biggest critics are are the are usually someone you're in a relationship with and um you know i've been married 30 years and um my my wife thank you for that my uh, whom i love dearly and um, I tell her, I said, listen, so you, you can't remember what we watched on TV last night, but you can remember something I did 30 years ago. <laughs> I said, you are a phenomenal history major, <laughs> a phenomenal history. But, but I thank God to have a beautiful wife who understands the, the process of growth and that we've grown. But, but you have to understand when giving it um, criticism, receiving criticism, it has to come from a place um, and come from someone you respect. And also it also should indicate care. All right. I don't I don't right. I'm not sure if we have blown out arguments that that's not criticism. You know, I mean, that, that that's not criticism. It, we, it's no longer coming from a place of caring. It's coming from a place of I want to be right. And so we. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, we have to. Uh, and I got one more point, guys. One more point. I'm going to let you guys go. I've had you guys on here for a half hour. Um, and, and here's here's this is this is where we have to humble ourselves. Right. This is the humble part. This is what will make you great leaders. Thank those who offer the constructive criticism. Thank them. Learn to thank them. After they show you, after you've been measured against a specific standard that has to do with what you did, after they showed you how to improve, thank them. People who provide you with helpful feedback, they want you to achieve your goals. Even if it hurts you, I've had tough conversations with people that love me enough. And I think Jose said it earlier, this might sting a little. They had to tell me, you know, hey, you fell short here, you ABCD. But I had to thank them for the constructive criticism because 
it enables me to achieve my goals. So I just wanted to talk about how to handle criticism like a pro. I had some other points we could have went into, but you you guys have, have been a, a, a phenomenal audience. And um, I, I, I just really, uh, I thank you for being here. Guys, check out my website, Ralph at RalphGraceJr.com. That's my email, Ralph at RalphGraceJr.com. My website is RalphGraceJr.com. Check that out. If you want to be, I have a podcast on Spotify. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, we're about 75, 76 episodes in. Always looking for guests like you all on here. We'd love to hear your story, your unstoppable story. Um, send an email to either me at Ralph at RalphGraceJr.com or write this down. Seth had to leave. Send it to uh, my producer, my producer Seth, at StoryOn.co. Seth at storyon.co or Ralph at ralphgracejr.com. I would love to talk with you for about half hour, 45 minutes, put you up on the podcast and, and really chit chat about your unstoppable journey. But guys, thanks for being here this week. I'll see you again next week. Next Wednesday, we'll try to be here at 10 o'clock. I'm going to show up at 10 o'clock. I'll see you next Wednesday, 10 o'clock. Let's be unstoppable together. Bye now. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the Unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week, I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.